Welcome to College Minds, Navigating Mental Health and Student Success, Episode 4. In today's episode, we're going to talk about stress and overwhelm. Often we see things as good or bad. Stress is bad. No stress is good. But stress exists on a spectrum. You might experience a little stress or a lot of it, depending on the situation. Public speaking, for example, can be a significant stressor, and you might feel anxious leading up to and during a presentation. However, once the event is over, the stress usually stops. It's not an all-or-nothing scenario. Different levels of stress are normal. Stress becomes a problem when it consumes your everyday experiences. Let's explore this topic further. Welcome to College Minds, a podcast dedicated to helping college students overcome mental health challenges and providing support and strategies for academic, emotional, and social success. Your host, Debbie, has over two decades of experience working with college students and understands the complexities of education and career choices. As a first-generation college student who struggled to fit in, she knows firsthand the importance of mental well-being to succeed. On College Minds, We address the often silent struggles of stress, anxiety, depression, and loneliness that teenagers and young adults face. Our goal is to empower you with knowledge and understanding to recognize these conditions in yourself and others and provide strategies and resources to navigate these hurdles while fostering a supportive environment. Welcome to College Minds. I think it's fair to assume that we've all experienced stress at one time or another in our lives. Whether we're running late to an appointment or studying for a final, we can all relate to that feeling of tension in the pit of our stomach and a sense of overwhelm that just starts to consume us. Now, not all stress is bad, and I think it's important to mention this because stress gets such a bad reputation but small amounts of stress can actually be a helpful motivator. So for example, if you think about starting school this month or studying for a final, stress can actually help you by motivating you to manage your time. So you have the time to study for that final and make time in your calendar for the different things that you want to get done. It might help you to get out of your comfort zone and try new things. So maybe this year you want to join a music group or get involved in sports or research. As exciting as that can be, you might also feel a little overwhelmed about being the new person in a group. But a little dose of stress can give you that little boost that you need to introduce yourself to others and do the things you want to get done. Stress becomes a negative thing when it takes over your well-being. It means you're experiencing a stress response for most of the day for a long period of time. If you click on the link in the description of the podcast, I've linked articles by the American Psychological Association that discuss the topic of chronic stress. And as you'll read in these articles, chronic stress is a long-term condition that can have a negative impact on your physical and mental health. So it can cause symptoms such as anxiety, fatigue, difficulty concentrating, all things that prevent you from doing the things that you want to do. Chronic stress can also make it difficult to cope with everyday challenges. 
So for example, if you are unable to study or use positive coping mechanisms to help you feel better, it's important to seek support. The link in the description of the podcast also will take you to handouts where I've listed the most common resources available to students on campus. If you're unsure about the services available at your campus, feel free to reach out to a professor, advisor, student services staff member, a friend. The important part is you're reaching out and there are people to help you on campus. College is an exciting phase in life filled with opportunities and experiences. And I think that when we start college or when we start a new academic year, we're often filled with hope, excitement at what is going to come that year. But it's also important to recognize that this journey also comes with challenges. Life in general has its ups and downs, and you're bound to encounter moments of stress and uncertainty. The key is to discover effective coping mechanisms that work for you when these stressful moments come up. So for example, if you're feeling stressed about a project that's due, if you're stressed out about maybe a performance, having effective coping mechanisms can help you relax, can help decrease the stress response. So for example, you can try breathing exercises, you can take a walk, talk to a friend, go to the gym. The important thing is to find something that alleviates the stress and alleviate the stress that is negative that, again, stops you from wanting uh, to get something done. In my interactions with college students over the years and in my own experience, I've often heard people sharing their inner struggles with stress. I think we all tend to be overly critical of ourselves, especially during challenging times. As you practice self-compassion, Remember that it's not uncommon for students to wonder why they find stress more challenging to handle in college compared to other times in their lives. So for many students, this experience involves many moving pieces. So think about it, whether you're transitioning from high school to college or navigating other life changes, the college journey can be difficult. It's perfectly okay to admit that college is your first major transition, probably your first time away from family and friends, and it might be the first time you experience challenges on your own. It's a lot to absorb all at once. If you remember in my first episode, I mentioned that college doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? So challenges that you experience at school can affect your personal life. And challenges that happen in your personal life can affect your academics. So there's a lot going on. And for a lot of students, this is new territory. If there's one thing I'd like you to remember, it's that this journey isn't always easy and you're doing your best. And the reason why I'm saying that is people often think that their classmates have it all figured out and they're not experiencing stress. And I can tell you with confidence that the people sitting next to you in class are likely experiencing similar feelings. So it's okay to take a step back when you're feeling overwhelmed, take a deep breath, 
and continue moving forward. There are people on campus who are there to support you during this journey. Before we move forward with a student's story with stress, I want to take a moment to share something that might give you a new perspective on your college experience. While researching for this episode, I came across some research from the Stanford Business School that really resonated with my experience working with students. I've linked the article in the description of this podcast if you'd like to read through the research. But basically, the authors discussed how common it is for people to focus on the end goal, those final grades, the degree, the achievements, that they forget to appreciate the journey itself. And while it's important and healthy to set goals for yourself, it's also important to learn from the journey. The article talks about the difference between a journey mindset and a destination mindset. And it reminds us that our college years are about more than just the destination. They're about savoring each step along the way. I've met many students who've rushed through their undergraduate years only to later realize that they missed out on this time in their lives. I often hear students say, I'm not getting there fast enough. It's not a race. There are many paths to getting to where you want to go. Learning from the opportunities and challenges we face is important to our academic and personal growth. As we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to share the story of Emily, a sophomore student I met a few years ago. While meeting with Emily, they mentioned that they were extremely stressed out and had felt this way pretty much since starting college. Emily was a driven person at the top of her class in high school and started college with very high expectations of herself and of the college experience. However, as they began to take classes, meeting people, they became overwhelmed and stressed and uncertain about their path that had seemed so clear when they started college. And so the weight of maintaining their academic performance, choosing the perfect major, had taken a toll on their well-being. They explained how certain they were about their major since they had worked so hard on their college applications. Now in her sophomore year, they doubted their path, and this was very stressful. I reassured Emily that their experience was actually not uncommon. Many college students face similar challenges. Navigating the complexities of finding their place in the world is not an easy task. When you apply to college, there's so much pressure to pick a major and to have it all figured out. But then you start college and you're introduced to new ideas and topics and you meet people from all over the world and it's normal for you to be curious. In fact, I've always encouraged the students I work with to take classes outside of their majors. College is the time to try new things. And so together, Emily and I explored the resources available on campus to help them manage stress but also regain a sense of direction. So I connected Emily with their university's counseling services, and they found someone there who actually became a mentor. 
throughout um, their undergraduate years. So they also met with a counselor who um, gave Emily some really good techniques for managing stress, building resilience, and feeling confident. And so these sessions, Emily was telling me that the sessions became a safe space for them to reflect, grow, and develop strategies to overcome their challenges. And so to me, this experience really highlights the power of seeking support. If you think about it, students often ask for help to work on their college applications or hire a tutor to help them with a specific topic like math or writing so they can do well on a test. Seeking support for your mental wellness is another way you can build confidence to do well in your life. So beyond counseling, we explored additional avenues of support. Emily attended workshops and seminars on time management, organization, and self-care. They discovered the power of setting realistic goals, breaking them down into manageable steps, and this helped them to feel like they were in control of, of the situation, of their experience in college, and, and also their personal life. And this is important because if you're feeling overwhelmed, it often feels like you can't get a handle on the different things you have to do. For Emily, that meant breaking tasks down and taking things one step at a time. Soon realized that college was actually not just about choosing a major, but about exploring their passions, their values, to know themselves as a young adult. Emily came to understand that it was normal to feel uncertain about the future and that it often takes time to find one's path. So Emily's journey is a reminder to all college students that seeking support is not a sign of weakness, but a testament to their strength and resilience. So by tapping into available resources, engaging with supportive communities, embracing the process of self-discovery, it's possible to navigate the challenges of college and face adversities with more confidence. So through Emily's story, I hope to inspire and empower others who might find themselves in similar situations. And I want to remind you that you're not alone and that there is support available to help you overcome your stress and find your own path to success. Join me next time on College Minds Navigating Mental Health and Student Success as we delve into the topic of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a negative coping mechanism where we begin to think negatively about ourselves in a new situation to the point of thinking we don't belong. And so this is very common with college students. And so we're going to dive into that topic in the next episode. Remember, your mental health matters and you are not alone in this journey. Thank you so much for joining me today.